0: Forever, Dog. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It. Your weekly excavation, excitation, exclamation into Reddit.
1: <laughs> Only one of those was a word. But that was kind of whimsical.
0: <laughs> it was whimsical. <laughs> Thank you. Someone has to create words at some point. But the thing is
1: that they were, the other two were like one letter off from being actual words. Well,
0: close, so it'd be easy to assimilate them into our vocabulary.
2: Okay. You know know what I love? I love when we do this show and Allison's holding a pen or a pencil. Because I'm like, what are you doing? Are you taking notes? Are you writing what we're saying?
0: You look so official. I've been doodling this whole time. Can you see? I knew what was going
1: on. (laughs) Oh, I just thought you looked so official. When I stayed the night at Allison's, I was like, why do you have this big-ass calendar? Like, who still has these calendars? And Allison said that their mommy bought them that
2: so they don't draw on the desk anymore. Wow. <laughs> can I ask a follow-up
0: question? Absolutely, you can.
2: You call your mom mommy.
0: Sometimes, not always.
2: But like when you talk about her on the show, sometimes you say my you mommy. You say my mommy. Yeah. So I just I guess my question is, you Am feel okay? good about that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know it's weird and I know a lot of people probably don't like it, but it's my truth. And sometimes I just want to say my mommy.
1: <laughs> wow. I call my dad Daddy. Or big H, and I call my mom, mommy, or big A, or mother. And I both call them mother or father just to get on their nerves because I think it sounds, you know, mother, father, when I'm trying <laughs> to get on their nerves. Wow.
0: This will really get you uh, going. Is When I'm at my parents' house, there's this tradition that <laughs> this is so
1: embarrassing. You started More it. than
0: already? Go on. If, like, my dad would often be, like, working in the office and, like, he wouldn't be there to say goodnight to me. He would be like, Say goodnight to Papa and I have to say goodnight,
1: Papa. <laughs> I say Papa too. Like I don't I don't have one one word that I call my parents. Wow. I'll say Papa too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it'll be like say good night, he'll shout, say goodnight to Papa and I'll go goodnight, Papa.
2: Oh my God.
0: I think that's what we say. Now I'm like, is Papa the right thing? I think it's what we say. I haven't I haven't stayed in New York in a while. <laughs>
2: I just say mom and dad or then uh, Ima and Abba sometimes, sweet. which is Hebrew for mom and dad. So they're in my phone as iman and Abba. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll call them that.
0: When I write cards, I'll write Abba.
2: Yeah, it's sweet. It's so Jewish.
0: Like one time I like complained to my dad that he didn't have any cute nicknames for me. And so now when we sign off on the phone, he'll go keep in touch, honey.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: keep in touch, honey. Back. <laughs>
1: And that's why you call John Honey.
0: I hope not. No. I, hope not. <laughs> I actually think I picked up Honey at for a significant other through Dandy Lorenzo back in the day.
2: Oh wow, a flashback.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
2: Oh. I think he would
0: say Honey, and so I got in the habit. And then my dad created this joke later. Interesting. And then for my mom, one time I gave her. I'm just spilling all the tea that probably no one cares about. For my mom one time, I gave her a card that said mom on it, and she flipped it upside down and said, oh, no, you wrote wow. Wow. And I went, oh, no, but she goofed me. And so now a lot of times I'll I'll put wow instead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When they were trying to make that hard change from using like, quote unquote, saturated fats and chips, I don't know if y'all remember this in the 90s and then they had these chips called wow chips were like there's no saturated fat in these chips and so we used to just take the bag and be like wow mom mom wow oh. <laughs> That's were funny. the chips
0: any good they sound gross
1: we were eating it was in the same way that you were chowing down on snack wells and all that mess from the time you know it was like yeah. yay
0: <laughs> we're, we were used to things tasting like nothing.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Because all our moms were taught to literally eat just like air.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I want to start off with uh, we got a wonderfully kind email from a listener to break down the what was going on with Reddit. Because in a previous episode, we talked about that there was clearly a controversy going on, but none of us understood what it was. Um, and so except Gabe seemed to think that they really understood it.
2: I understood part of it.
0: You understood part of it. But here part here's this wonderful explanation um, from a listener named Allison as well. All right. So Allison writes, to my favorite pod team, TLDR, Reddit isn't shutting down third-party apps. It's charging way more for API calls for them to stay afloat. Reddit is being ungrateful because it built its user base off third-party apps.
2: Oh, Interesting.
0: Reddit is charging third party apps for calls to its API app programming interface. The way a third party app works is it creates its own user interface, UI, to display Reddit's data on. Mm-hmm. In order to populate the data, it makes calls to Reddit's API. This is how it is able to display Reddit's info in a customized way. Sure. Does everyone understand what that means? Yes. Because yes. it took uh-huh. me a while, but okay. Yes, makes total <laughs> I <got> sense. It. <laughs> Reddit historically is an ugly and inaccessible UI. In fact, Reddit's current UI was a third-party app buyout. So basically, Reddit historically sucks at making an accessible and usable UI. Most of Reddit's popularity is via third-party app users. So what does that mean? Like people have another app that they read Reddit through?
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, because their user interface is terrible.
0: And what kind – like do you know the names of any of those apps? I haven't used any of them.
1: I
2: don't.
0: What you three said about the moderators and accessibility is true. You got most of it. But to say that Reddit is shutting down third-party apps isn't exactly true. Reddit is making previously free API calls too expensive for third-party apps to stay afloat. Reddit now charges $12,000 per 50 million API requests. That's crazy fucking expensive compared to...
2: Oh, imager.
0: Imager. That's how you pronounce that?
2: Mm -hmm. I always thought imager.
0: Oh, wow. I always in my head just went imger.
1: No, it's like because people put
0: pictures on it. That's the whole point, right? Imager. Yeah. No, that makes way more sense. I just didn't understand. A photo viewing site which charges $160 per 50 million API requests. Reddit is charging 7,500% of what comparable sites are charging. There's more details to it, but whatever. I'm drunk riding home on the train right now. (laughs) Love the pod dearly. And when I have a worthy international question, you'll be hearing from me.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for breaking that down because now I understand it because I read so many things about this thing and I couldn't get it at all. So maybe Allison, writer Allison that wrote in, maybe you should be on that subreddit. Explain this to me.
2: Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Join explain just, like, like I'm five. I love the imagery of of her just being on a train drunk and like typing this very complicated thing out. for <laughs> Yeah. <us. laughs>
2: After listening to the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Allison. <laughs> you're you're the actual real hero.
0: Ouch. That what you fun. not? No, it felt, it felt like she's the better Allison.
2: Oh, no. I just meant she's the real hero of the podcast. Right, but there's another Allison that is oh, on the she's podcast. She's not the real Allison of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: post to dive into. I thought that it would be fun to visit a uh, Petty Revenge.
2: I love that one.
0: All right, so this user posted, "Want my girlfriend? Question mark. Threaten me? Question mark. Take my whole shitty life."
2: Love it. Love it.
0: <laughs> Which is honestly a masterclass in clickbait titles. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so OP writes, "I had a girlfriend we were bad for each other, and unsurprisingly, she was cheating on me. I found out in a rather dramatic way and had a full-on mental breakdown. Dude who she was cheating with had been fed a bunch of lies to keep him from talking to me, and he started threatening me with violence. Ugh. Long story short, we broke up. She moved out of our place and into his place. I started therapy. Good for you. A few months go by, and I realized in therapy that I wasn't just busted up about my ex-girlfriend, but also my whole life. I decided to find a new job, a new place to live, everything. Got the ball rolling, and the day I got my new job offer, I saw an email come into our job's inbox at the company I was working for. I recognized the name as the guy who was threatening me and now living with my cheating ex. So I referred him to my boss. Talked about how he was great, I'd only heard good things, and hey, because I was putting in my two weeks, they should definitely hire him. (laughs) Dude comes in for an interview. I'm on the panel. When we're in the room together alone, he's like, dude, I'm sorry, bro, for all the things I said. Thanks so much for helping me out.
2: Oh, my God. I say,
0: no sweat. She always had good things to say about you. And I know she had a good picker. After all, she chose both of us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then you chuckle. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And we chuckled like polite people. He actually does okay in the interview and gets the job. (laughs) (laughs) That job was a shit show. I'm not exaggerating when I say it was the worst job I ever had. The place that I was moving to was paying twice for a third of the work. I was so relieved to be leaving. When I moved out of my place a month later, my landlord asked if I knew anybody who was looking. Gave her the guy's phone number. (gasps) The apartment was charming as fuck when you first see it, but it was similarly absolute trash. But you didn't know that until you were living there. My buddy from my old job told me he got the call for it at work and jumped on it. So I knew he had my old shitty job, my old shitty place, and my old cheating girlfriend. I hope he enjoyed my life more than I did, but somehow I doubt it. I do know they broke up about two months later. Wow. Oh my this God. This is incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I don't even care if it's true because it's some of the best storytelling I've ever yes. heard. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so wow. I could see this playing out in a fictional manner, but this is amazing.
0: It's
2: so good. <laughs> Well, I like someone saying, you didn't just give him your sloppy seconds girlfriend. You gave him your sloppy seconds life and went on to slay. Mm-hmm.
0: It's amazing. It's really, it's a really good example of playing the long game.
2: Definitely. And yeah. not
0: letting your immediate emotions uh, impact your behavior, but instead strategically planning a way to take down a, a whole person. <laughs>
2: I would feel weird, even if they were on good terms, I would feel strange taking like, my current partner's ex's job and apartment. Like, wouldn't you start to feel that's weird?
1: But it wasn't taking, really. It was giving, it was gifted. Do you, don't you know any other people?
2: <laughs> like, it seems so weird.
0: I can see how the job thing happened because that feels like a coinky dink. But then the apartment, I would start to get suspicious. Because also, didn't your yeah. girlfriend live in that apartment? So wouldn't she right. know that it was terrible? That's where there's some flaws here. But it's still a great story.
2: No, it is. But it's also just like, It's just like maybe he's doing it back to you. Like, maybe he thinks, oh, I'm taking his whole life. You know, like, he thinks he's the winner and you think you're the winner.
1: Well, it only matters how how you put it in your mind because it's your story. You That's know? true.
2: And that is so true, Melissa. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, like, isn't that what he wants him to think? He wants him to think that he's, like, getting the best of OP, but really Uh, he's getting screwed.
2: I love Allison's new Reddit lingo where she now uses OP.
0: Well, I don't know how else to
2: describe it. No, it's so good. It's so good.
0: It took me a few months, but now I understand. I understand some of the lingo.
2: I love it.
1: Have you joined
0: Reddit yet? I don't know. I think I have two accounts. I have. I've had to have two accounts because I got banned once for, for um trolling me for trolling Gabe.
1: <laughs> but currently, because like if I asked you this about a month ago, and you thought you didn't have an account.
0: No, I think I do. I think okay. I do. Because it's now showing me a home page, and that's how I find a lot okay. of stuff now. Great. Okay. Okay. Great. So you guys told me about that. that
2: mm-hmm. Oh that my god. Cool tip.
0: Um, We also had another great uh, contribution from, and this feels adjacent to Petty Revenge, another story from a listener about malicious compliance. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting because they write, I have a story that reminds me of malicious compliance. And are you a terrible parent?
2: Yes. Combining the shows.
0: They also wrote a bad parent, but I get it. I can't even remember the name of the games. (laughs) I thought I, I fully
2: thought it was called "Would You Forgive This Cheater?" for like a yeah, day.
0: I know, and it's "Would You Stay With This Cheater?" very Which, different.
2: By the way, you can get merch of at justbetweenuspod.com or allisonraskinexposed.com.
0: Yeah, check out allisonraskinexposed.com. It'll blow your mind.
2: <laughs> okay, go for okay,
0: it. Okay, so the listener says, "When I was in middle school, I was very shy and private. My dad came to my flute lesson one time." He's a very talkative, maybe odd man. He talked to my teacher a lot before, during, and after the lesson and told her some stories about me. I was mortified and got very angry at him after the lesson. The next time he came to my flute lesson, he didn't say a word. Literally. Even when my teacher asked him a question, he just sat there and doodled in his notebook. Needless to say, that was even more embarrassing for me. Well. So he technically listened and complied, but in a very Mm -hmm. malicious way to a poor child.
2: That's so funny, though. It's pretty cool. That's so funny. So if
1: this was if this was in hypotheticals, what would be everyone's answer?
2: That that's hilarious.
1: Terrible parent.
2: No, it's super funny.
1: It's so funny.
2: It's hard being a parent. And like your kids are shitty to you and they like tell you that you're embarrassing all the time. And so, you know what? Fuck it. Yep. You want to call me embarrassing? I'll be embarrassing.
0: But then it's also putting the teacher in a really uncomfortable position because they probably think they did something wrong.
2: You think a flute teacher's never been in an awkward experience? You think a flautist has never had to deal with awkwardness in his life?
0: Wow, you're really coming for flutists.
2: No, I'm just saying, like, if you've chosen the flute, you're, like, ready to answer some questions. Can I ask about this one? Yeah. This one from Our Legal Advice. It seems relevant to my life, maybe, just from the headline.
0: Reddit keeps really suggesting legal advice (laughs) to me. Mine,
2: too. (laughs) Mine, too. And Uh, it's suggesting Legal Advice Canada, where I don't live.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not helpful at all. But it could be juicy.
2: But it is interesting. Yeah, it is juicy.
0: This one's very juicy. It says, my ex-wife keeps harassing me and texting me nude photos of herself. Okay, oh, so no. now here's
2: interesting. Did you guys watch the Natalia Grace documentary?
0: No, no, I don't even know what that is. Who is that?
2: It's a uh, the documentary where it's it's like kind of where the story of that movie Orphan came from. Where it's like this family adopts this little girl from Russia, but they don't can't figure out if she's a woman or a little girl. Oh. It's a hor- oh. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's a wild story. This happens. the The dad. Says that he keeps trying to get away from his wife and she keeps sending him nudes. And then he gets drawn back in by her sexual behavior.
0: So, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. It's very funny to be drawn back in. Okay. So, this post is from Maryland, which is important because they're, you know, different laws, state to state. hmm. OP writes We separated two years ago and the divorce was finalized eight months ago. We have a 10 year old daughter who we share custody with 50 50. She was always a little mentally unstable since we separated, but in recent months, she's been worse than ever. According to her, the $250,000 in assets that she got as part of the settlement about a year ago is now gone. And even though I pay her 1600 a month in child support, she cannot support herself and our daughter at the apartment she is living in and is considering moving in with her mother. Hmm. Two months ago, I filed a petition for emergency custody after our daughter told me about an incident in my ex's apartment where my ex fell asleep in the afternoon, could not be woken up, and her male friend came over to visit. The male friend, who our daughter had met only once before, several months prior, after also not being able to wake up my ex, decided to enter the bedroom of our daughter to hang out, play video games, disassemble her bed, and put together a new bed that had been sitting inside a box for a while. Our daughter told me that this made her very uncomfortable because she barely knew this guy. I brought these facts to court along with documentation of absent tardy school days and incidents of neglect, but my petition was denied because I was unable to prove substantial risk of imminent physical harm. Ugh. God, the court systems are horrible.
2: This is like what my mom deals with all the time as a lawyer. It's so, it's so horrible.
0: A few weeks ago, I received an email from my ex saying there is a new rule in place that we are not to contact each other except by email or a text if there is an emergency. What? I said, great idea. It didn't take long for her to break her new rule by harassing me and my significant other over text to try to get me to pay child support before it was due. She said she no longer wants to adhere to this new rule, but I said that I wanted to continue the practice. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I dropped our daughter off at basketball camp, then went to a doctor's appointment, and then to the gym. While I was at the doctor's appointment in the gym, I received text from my ex that she was trying to get a hold of our daughter, and it was an emergency, and that she would call the police if I did not have our daughter call her within 20 minutes. Since 20 minutes had passed by the time I read this, I decided to not respond and drove home planning on sending an email. Before I got home, I saw that her car was in my driveway, so I decided to turn around and eat lunch somewhere while watching her on my security camera. (laughs) That's kind of brilliant. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'll just go eat some lunch.
2: Oh, my God.
0: She actually called 911, and two police officers showed up. One of them called me and asked where our daughter was, and after I told him that I dropped her off at camp that morning, he said, okay, thanks, have a nice day. After I picked her daughter up from camp, I told her that the police came to our house that day. My ex called her later and our daughter told her that calling the police was dramatic. X then texts me and says, stop interrogating our child. Respond to this or I will send you illicit photos.
2: Okay. Ooh. Two
0: minutes later, she texts me a photo of herself in underwear. One minute later, she texts another. Two minutes later, she texts me a nude photo of herself. What? Then two minutes later, she sends another nude photo. I'm very confused by the tactics she used to try to get me to talk to her. Is sending unsolicited nude photos illegal? What can I do since I can't just block her since she is the mother of my child? Can I use any of this against her for custody purposes? Any advice is appreciated.
1: This feels like weaponizing your sexuality.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Ineffectively, too. Yeah, and then also you're communicating via text messages and emails because this is what has been deemed necessary. And I'm guessing this is part of like things that can be brought up in court. So why would you do
0: this? I don't know.
2: (laughs) So glad I don't have kids. So this person said you had to prove harm because you were on emergency petition. But go talk to a family lawyer and file a non-emergency petition to modify custody and child support. So that seems like he has a uh, they have a better chance. If they don't do it as an emergency, so that's good.
0: It is like a very—I mean, obviously, this story is actually pretty tragic because there's the child involved and everything. Yeah, but in like a less serious scenario, the idea of like, give me what you want, or else I'll send you nude photos of myself. Of myself, so like- what? Giving you
2: like more, more. Ammo? Like, I don't understand. I'm so confused by this. Maybe her thought process is that it might cause discord in the relationship between the OP and their new partner. If if the new partner sees that, oh, there's still like recent nudes of your ex on your phone. That's the only tactic I could see.
1: But even with that, there's a message warning. So like if the partner (laughs) found it, be like, she literally warned me that she was going to send this as a way to... Fight me.
2: The way to do it would be to send it and then go, it was so amazing seeing you. Can't wait yes. to see you again, XOXO. Yeah, yeah. That's Netflix. how you cause problems. Yeah. God, am I the only professional Gemini around here? <laughs> That's how you cause issues.
1: Allison, Gabe just said you weren't a professional Gemini.
0: I don't identify as a Gemini, to be honest. <laughs> Allison's a, like cancer. a
1: Cancer. Yeah. You are on the cos. Yeah,
2: a Allison's, a- Allison's a Cancer. But like... Yeah, it's very like that. And this is what I'm talking about. Like with the uh, with the episode where we talked about the, the potential kidnapping. Don't show your hand. These people that want to do sneaky things, they go up and they show their hand first. Don't text him that literally text him a nude. And then write it was so good seeing with you, you and reconnecting. I hope your new girlfriend isn't pissed.
1: Yeah, because chef's kiss. I, but I think it, one thing is like people are are doing this while they're Feeling so emotional that they're not thinking clearly. Mm.
2: You're right.
0: Yeah, You're you right. need to have a time where you really sit down, where it's like a peaceful atmosphere, and come up with your evil plan. Yeah, yeah. and it needs I to do be like the person in the petty one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not very good. At, I'm I'm so bad at evil. Like I'm I can say an evil plan for someone else, but I'm I've never once successfully done an evil plan for myself.
0: I think it's time for Reddit or not. Whose turn is it? Yours exploding basketball okay fun okay let's look now I know from one of my classes that there was an exploding basketball shoe incident a few years ago but I I don't know if there's any exploding oh
2: my god exploding basketball pranks need to stop Kids, really? on U- kids on YouTube are filling basketballs to the max and exploding them in public with the sound being of a shotgun or louder. People doing this should be charged with a felony.
0: Wow. There's a video.
2: There's a video. Called. Yeah. It's I would a-
0: lose my mind if I heard that in public. I have such an intense startle response. I startled you at that
2: movie we went to and you knew I was coming.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: There's so many like different Reddits that have Videos of exploding basketballs
0: ah! in it. Did you hear that? I would have no interest in hearing it.
2: Oh, my God. That's it terrible. was horrible. I heard it by accident. Yeah, there's so much. Like, our what could go wrong, our abrupt chaos. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is a problem, actually. You've uncovered an actual deep problem in society.
1: <laughs> I did? Yeah. Wow.
2: And you should campaign on it because you've, co- <laughs> you've uncovered a situation that is actually ongoing.
0: But I feel like if I brought awareness to it, more people would do this.
2: I know. It's sort of that. It's sort of it that. It feels
0: like that kind of thing.
2: Hey, guys, stop eating Tide Pods. And then everyone just starts eating Tide I Pods. I love to eat my
0: Tide Pods. I love Tide
2: Pods.
0: How dare <laughs> you take
2: – you'll separate me from my Tide Pods over my dead body. And we will. <laughs> and we will.
0: Oh, boy. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back on Wednesday with another full episode of Just Between Us and back on Monday with another episode of Too Long. Did read it. Boom, baby. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa diamond Monts, Edited by Coco Lorenz.
2: Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music.
0: And on TikTok at, at @AllisonRaskinBaby, Raskin, baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gunn. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us.
2: Forever. Dog.